0: Richie presents various looks from the past. Enjoy. Side A. Bonjour, I'm Patrice Vizio. Let me share with you 25 years of my entrepreneurial life. Yes, so it started out in Paris, that's where I'm from. And you see, from the time I was a kid, I was very determined that I was actually going to be rich and famous. With what? I had no idea. But apparently, I already knew that this was it. So, you see, I was inspired from all the fashion magazines and everything I could really observe. And observing the adults, observing life, observing situation. you see in family gathering, I would be that kid sitting at the table listening to adults' story instead of just running around with the kids my age, climbing trees and playing tag. This was not for me because I knew my purpose was bigger than that. So by the age of 18 years old, I'm managing three salons in the most uh, high, high scale, upscale in Paris. So yes, hair became my craft. That's what I chosen to do. Always known that I had a passion for it. I love creating. I love the sense of freedom and and making the world more beautiful because it was always really something I wanted to do. So by the time of the age 18, With this major, major brand in Paris, I actually managed three salons by that time. And I would tell my boss, I want more. So every week, every Thursday, because the salon would open on Thursday, we had a late night, so they would open later at noon. Every Thursday, I was determined I had to have more until my boss would just say, oh my God, here you are again. But what do you want from me? I want the same thing as last week. I want more. So finally, one day, he invited me into this incredible Parisian restaurant, which is very well known, seven star, and said, you know what? You want the challenge? Well, I got one for you. We are opening in Bal Harbor Shops, which is essentially the Champs Elysees of Miami. And you have 24 hours to say yes or no, because we need to start your paperwork with immigration and all immediately. And this was the first time I was confronted into something like that, the "Wow, I need to let go of my family. You mean what I mean, my family is very close to my heart." So it was a major decision, but I also knew what was more important, making me happy. So of course, I said yes. And I moved to Miami, started managing this salon, but about a year later, I'm bored. I want more. Yeah, it was always my pattern, apparently. So now I realize really my boss, all the promises made were not really coming through. So I opened my own business. So by the time I'm 19 and some change, I own my salon, 10 foot window, looking over the water, incredible luxury in that resort. Just amazing. Yeah. But guess what? Again, not so long after, and I mean, I'm talking by the second year of having opened my own business, I was producing well over a million dollars worth of sales. I'm driving the Jaguar, I already bought my first property, I am rocking it. I feel like I'm on top of the world and nothing can stop me. All right, so along the way, I worked on many, many things, you know, with TV and runway and all, but then I got to meet who became my Publicist. So, of course, when she said, I'm located in Beverly Hills, wow, Beverly Hills, it's Hollywood, the celebrities, what I've been dreaming about since I'm a child. You mean to tell me you can put me in front of all those people, the A-listers of the world? Yes. So, I, of course, immediately, you know, cut a deal with her and I started with the Oscars and all the award shows. I mean, the Oscars, 13, 14 years in a row. And it was a discovery of me, of my brand, of what I was doing with my life, of what was my vision, mission, and purpose. But along the way, I also felt very empty. But really, at the same time, it was always for the kill. And a few years later, by 2009, I owned four businesses, real estate, interior design, and I'm with, in business uh, with my best friend, my so-called best friend, who ended up actually being a real thief and taking me for a real loop, the good one. In 2009, came around and went down, everything went down, and so did I. So from the life I was living with several cars and several properties and everything is larger than life because I have it all figured out. Well, I didn't. And what happened is within three weeks, my salon shut down because the landlord decided that it was not worth keeping only the few tenants we were. Uh, Apparently, the real estate market was so low that all my portfolio was worth about a quarter of what I owned because I bought it at the highest of the market. And then... Everything else went in between, and my business partner, best friend slash thief, well, just really took the rest of me. And at the time, I actually contracted a loan with a very dear friend of mine in Paris. Yeah, and in 2009, that's when the euro was double the dollar. So yeah, imagine I am just like, wow. But what really did it was two things. My ego got shattered in a thousand pieces when I had to go to my lawyer to file for personal bankruptcy. Me? Personal bankruptcy? What kind of loser am I? I'm gonna go from where I was, and mind you, three weeks of time. But really what did it, and really did it, is the first night I slept in my car. Yeah, that is a rude awakening. When you wrap yourself in this amazing Versace bed cover, but you're in your car and I'm looking at the stars. So, of course, you know, every kind of bad ideas went to my mind. Ending my life was one of them for a few minutes, not long, but enough that, you know, I realized that, wow, really, what am I going to really do with killing myself and hurt the people I love the most? No, not an option. Alcohol. Now, alcohol is fun. Oh, don't get me wrong. I do my social booze, but and no, really giving that to, you know, like wasting my life away with alcohol, that was not my trip. And then drugs, nah, I'm too much of a control freak. I'm fine. I'm high on life where everybody thinks, uh, you know, I'm on something all the time. In fact, people ask me that really pretty regularly. No, it's because I just have a high on life. But at that time, 2010, oh, I didn't have a high on life at all. Believe me, I was just looking at everything like, Uh, what just happened and you see this was the turning point of my entrepreneurial choice of life yes because I put my not even my eggs in one basket there were many baskets but you know what the eggs were broken some of them were not even there anymore I didn't even know my life I didn't know my schedule it was more the obsession for money the obsession for the kill it was not even ambition, it was obsession, which is a very different concept, and be mindful of that and observe it when it comes to you. So basically, I had to make a choice. Four businesses, well, they're all gone. So now, what is making me feel so good? What does make me feel like I'm really having fun with? I was still here. So. Decided with my PR to put a plan together, and I moved to Beverly Hills. So, full speed, TV commercial, runway, and, and movies, and, and, and um, I mean, every possible you know, commercial, everything. And that's really where I realized that, yes, I love that, I love the creativity of it, but I also realized that I had more in me. I wanted to help people. I wanted to share with others my knowledge, helping them to grow, helping them to understanding beauty it was much more than beautiful hair and a beautiful gown and the red carpet. It was about feeling good, and it was about really understanding what are you projecting to the world. Side B. And that's really when I started gathering information and I also knew I needed more. So I joined this group, this mastermind in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, that got me to really understanding what are the steps to take to change that life, to make it bigger, but to share it with purpose. And this is when I wrote my first book. So Mind Your Hair was a bestseller on Amazon, but it was more than that. It was... Another turning point where I realized what my mission, vision, and purpose was all about. So Mind Your Hair is about uh, a hair makeover. It's about really saying to mostly ladies of the world, men can go through it, but really mostly ladies is, no, you don't wake up one day, just you feel bad in your life. So if I'm feeling bad in my life, I'm going to change my hair, change my hair, change my life. Good to go. Everything will go. Beauty comes from within, and I understood that from the time I helped my mom to actually gain self-esteem and self-power. So this book was just like a life changer. I got signed by a keynote agent in New York, so now I started working on a new craft, being able to be on stage to deliver a message on self-development, self-image. Helping and mentoring for free high school girls in, in New York. Really understanding social media, body shaming, the love of self. And this was when I really realized, wow, I am making a difference. One life at a time, groups of people you know, at a time. It was just such an exhilarating message. But then I also knew, well, I have to do more. So, it was about understanding now digital. And for me digital, I mean a fright of digital. To me, I'm an artist. My business model is based upon meeting someone, building the trust, creating beautifully and exchanging my time for currency. And I'm looking at something where I can actually share with thousands of people at the same time my message and also make money while I'm sleeping. Oh, wow. So I'm actually going to be even richer than before. And you see the let go process of an entrepreneur is so crucial to understanding. It's really knowing when you are at the crossroad and it looks so bad and dark and stormy and you think this is coming at you with a vengeance. It is not. Just the way I thought, God, why did that happen to me? I'm a great guy and I'm this and I'm that. Why me? Why did you pick on me? But you see, no one picked on me. I was not picked on. I was just going through my own journey and a journey I chose because all those businesses, no one forced me to have them. My business partner who I thought was my best friend and who really took me for a loop, well, he I let him do that. I let all of that and I made all my choices. And this is where it's really important to knowing. So that was my turning point, taking accountability. For my actions, instead of pointing someone at you know with my finger and thinking this is his fault and her fault, no, it was just me. It was just me learning about my message, and being of service is actually a concept I discovered the first time I listened to Oprah in one of her videos, and it really resonated with me to wanting to do that. So. In it also with digital and studying what is my USP, my unique selling proposition. While I understood my true gift, it was actually helping people building their own brand. And as I was building mine with my publicist in Beverly Hills, while well, I was actually building others, and you see a listers that you recognize on the silver screen and people you know on TV, I've helped it was actually understanding the whole fundamental of make me beautiful. Because you see, when they know you really have, you understand style and color and hair and and fashion, yes, speaking fashion literacy is a gift, but what does it do? More importantly, when someone would say make me beautiful, the question was from me, what do you want to tell the world? What do you want them to remember? This is really where I understood my gift and not so long ago. So anyway, I helped leaders of the world, the CEOs, same thing you recognize in the press, whether they're making a public apology or they're presenting a new product and making it bigger than they ever did, I really helped them understanding them because branding comes from within. It's the trust you build. It's not just an image, but it's actually the core and the authenticity of it. And now my second book, Mind Your Impact, is actually ready to go. And in fact, it was ready to go in September. But thank you, uh, you know, world craziness didn't happen. So January is really what we are aiming for. In January, Mind Your Impact is going to explain one chapter at a time, one celebrity at a time or one global leader at a time by changing one thing on their appearance how they were able to literally transform their lives their career their date that's really the power of appearance so that is all to say 25 years later my advice to you believe in your dream you know how many times i got discouraged you know how many times i was really living on very little but from the outside i lived larger than life it was all on credit card And you see, when it went down, it went down. And I went down with my spending that was well over my head. But it was also learning that, yes, my bank account does not define me. You see, how many watches do I own? I used to think this was the definition of me. How many everything I own, how many cars and how many properties. I realized, wow, but the definition of me is me. The me is my level of happiness of fulfillment, of vision, mission and purpose. So same thing, when my career started changing, if I could tell you until yesterday, someone said to me, but you're an amazing hairstylist, you're like a king in what you do. Yes, I am, I mean, you know, but why would you bother with being a coach? And so coaching actually to me is really amazing and I have it in my DNA. I've always been a nurturer and a provider with my family, really, in many, many ways and levels. So, yes, that makes me feel great. And if I had to listen to and and get a penny, a penny, not even a dollar for each person that said to me, Oh, honey, why are you wasting your time coaching people? Just stay a hairdresser. You're so amazing at it. Yeah, I would be very rich just upon that statement. So, believe in your dream. And the highs are just as good as the lows. The lows are not lows as we think it is. Society makes low being horrible. No, low is about you. Low is about learning about you. Because if you only had highs when you're on a high, well, you don't really have to think. You just go and you browse through life and things and whatever you do. When you're at low, it makes you think, it makes you put everything into perspective to truly knowing what you want of life, what you want from you. So entrepreneurs of the world and anyone that has an idea to open a business and I don't care how crazy it sounds for others, do it, jump, make it happen, walk off this comfort zone. Yes, get out of it. And it's fearful and it's scary and it's crazy, but it's so rewarding at the end. And even if your first business doesn't make a penny and you have spent more than you've made, it's okay. You're not dead. You had only one life that was given to you. That one gift, one life. Don't you want to make the best of it? Do you feel like you want to live with regrets? There is nothing worse than living with regrets. So go for it. Believe in your dreams. Make it happen. And you shall see how the more it unfolds, the more in peace you are with yourself, the happier you are with following your dream, the more amazing things will come. Thank you very much. And we'll meet very soon. Hey, I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're not following me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Richie Presents. If you would like to be a guest on the show or just want to get in touch, you can email me at presents at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, review and share. See you next week.